Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Mother's Day to all the women here, to our mothers, our aunts, our friends. Um, a special, special day for all of you. Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. such good things as surpass our understanding. Pour into our hearts such love towards you, that we, loving you in all things and above all things, may obtain your promises, which exceed all that we can desire. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated for the reading. First reading is from Acts. Paul stood in front of the Areopagus and said, Athenians, I see how extremely religious you are in every way. For as I went through the city and looked carefully at the objects of your worship, I found among them an altar with the inscription, To an unknown God. What therefore you worship as unknown, this I proclaim to you. 
the God who made the world and everything in it, he who is Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in shrines made by human hands, nor is he served by human hands, as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to mortals, gives to all mortals life and breath and all things. From one ancestor he made all nations to inhabit the whole earth, and he allotted the times of their existence and the boundaries of the places where they would live, so that they would search for God and perhaps grope for him and find him, though indeed he is not far from each one of us, for in him we live and move and have our being. And even as even some of your own poets have said, for we too are his offspring. Since we are God's offspring, we ought not to think that the deity is like gold or silver or stone, an image formed by the art and imagination of mortals. While God has overlooked the times of human ignorance, now he commands all people everywhere to repent, because he has fixed a day on which he will have the world judged in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed, and of this he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead. The word of the Lord. Let's say together Psalm 66. Bless our God, you peoples. Make the voice of his praise to be heard, who holds our souls in life and will not allow our feet to slip. For you, O God, have proved us. You have tried us just as silver is tried. You have brought us into the snare. You laid heavy burdens upon our backs. You let enemies ride over our heads. We went through fire and water, but you brought us out into a place of refreshment. I will enter your house with burnt offerings and will pay you my vows, which I promised with my lips and spoke with my mouth when I was in trouble. I will offer you sacrifice of fat beasts with smoke of rams. I will give you oxen and goats. Come and listen, all you who fear God, and I will tell you what he has done for me. I called out to him with my mouth, and his praise was on my tongue. If I had found evil in my heart, the Lord would not have heard me. But in truth, God has heard me. He has attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, who has not rejected my prayer, nor withheld his love from me. A reading from First Peter. Now who will harm you if you are eager to do what is good? But even if you suffer for doing what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear what they fear, and do not be intimidated. But in your hearts, sanctify Christ as Lord. Always be ready to make your defense to anyone who demands from you an accounting for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and reverence. Keep your conscience clear, so that when you are maligned, those who abuse you for your good conduct in Christ may be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if suffering should be God's will, than to suffer for doing evil. For Christ also suffered for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, in order to bring you to God. 
He was put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, in which also he went and made a proclamation to the spirits in prison, who in former times did not obey, when God waited patiently in the days of Noah, during the building of the ark, in which a few, that is, eight persons, were saved through water. And baptism, which this prefigured, now saves you, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, with angels, authorities, and powers made subject to him. The word of the Lord. of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Joan Chisticer, a Benedictine nun, author, and speaker, wrote, Christian discipleship, excuse me, Christian discipleship is about living in this world the way Christ lived in 
his. This is the purpose and meaning of Jesus' teaching and the example he lived in the calling of the disciples, in leading the way, showing compassion, ministering to the people in in need of healing and forgiveness through his words, his life, death, and resurrection. Jesus' disciples will come to believe in Jesus and their love of God and for each other deepened. Their yes to Jesus fulfilled. With this foundation, the disciples will lead others into relationship with Jesus. And here we are. The Gospel of John chapters 13 through 19 narrate a lengthy discourse of Jesus' instructions to his disciples. There is so much that Jesus wants them to know and understand before he suffers and is crucified. Can we imagine what it would have been like for the disciples when Jesus is arrested and crucified? The disciples flee, and Peter denies being a friend of Jesus, not having heard Jesus' words. Last week, we heard from the first chapter of the first half of chapter 14. Jesus' words focus on faith. How the disciples, how we are to live a life of faith. Believe in God. Believe also in me. I am the way and the truth and the life. If you know me, you will know my Father also. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact will do greater works than these because I am going to the Father. Today, Jesus' words focus on love, and Jesus' actions coming from the source of that love. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth. You know him because he abides with you and will be in you. On that day, you will know that I am in the Father and you in me and I in you. Love is also at the center for the disciples and their response to Jesus' love. Jesus said, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me. 
and those who love me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. In her book, The Breath of the Soul, Reflections on Prayer, Joan Chistetzer shares this story told by Anthony D. Mello, an Indian Jesuit priest who integrated Eastern and Western theologies. Once upon a time, a disciple asked the elder, Holy One, is there anything I can do to make myself enlightened? As little as you can do to make the sun rise in the morning. Then of what use, the disciple asked, are all the spiritual exercises? To make sure, the elder said, that you are not asleep when the sun begins to rise. In Hindi, the word enlightened means to be illumined, illuminated, awakened, learned, conscious. In English, the word means having or showing a rational, modern, well-informed outlook. The Hindi meaning for me shows more of the spirit being involved in the process of enlightenment. It gives me permission to seek, to sit with doubt or discomfort, trusting that the advocate, the spirit of truth, is with me, abiding in me. Chistaser writes, We do not recognize that it is what we are that will determine the nature of the relationship between God and ourselves. And for that to happen, readiness is the key. She states that in developing these exercises, we train our hearts to the sound of God's voice and constantly paying attention to our inner life. We will be ready when we suddenly arrive where we did not know where we were going. Sounds like the disciples to me. I am the way and the truth and the life. My Father will send you another advocate, the Spirit of Truth. Listen to that voice. Through the spiritual exercises of prayer, the study of scripture, meditation, worshiping, living in community, serving others, we grow in faith and love. We grow in relationship with God and each other. Spiritual exercises center us, moving us from fear with hope, from sin with forgiveness, 
despair with faith, anger with understanding, isolation with love, moving from that which separates us from the divine to the grace, love, and spirit of God. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit and we will be created and you will renew the face of the earth. Amen. Let us say together the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Our prayers of the people are from Form 3. In the Anglican cycle of prayer, pray for the Church of the Provinces of West Africa, Father, we pray for your holy Catholic Church. That we all may be one. In our community, pray for all the Burlington area churches, Love Incorporated, the Transitional Living Center, the Women's Resource Center, the Diocesan Hospitality Center. For those suffering from war, natural disasters, or the economic crisis of our, in our world, for those who are our enemies, for those in the armed forces, and especially those deployed, Mikey Reina Mains. In our prayer, parish cycle of prayer, Eileen Allen, George and Deanna, Deanna Chrisman, for their celebrating birthdays, Henry Hine, for those celebrating our anniversary, Wayne and Connie Herrick, grant that every member of your church may truly and humbly serve you, that your name may be glorified by all people. We pray for Justin, Archbishop of Canterbury, Michael, our presiding bishop, 
Jeff, our bishop, Mary, our priest, Jessica and Bob, our wardens, Connie, Deanna, Robin, Sharon, and Pat, our vestry and clerk. We pray for all bishops, priests, and deacons, that they may be faithful ministers of your word and sacraments. We pray for all who govern and hold authority in the nations of the world, that there may be justice and peace on the earth. Give us grace to do your will in all that we undertake. That our works may find favor in your sight. We pray for those who are in need. Johanny, Jervis, Anastasia, Deacon Georgia Agner, Margie Bealey, Jane Clothier, Sue Hallingstad, Connie Herrick, Wayne Herrick, Cindy Lawrence, Mary Nichols, Jerry Ramsey, Sharon Twist, David Toretta, Jimmy Annie. Have compassion on those who suffer from any grief or trouble. That they may be delivered from their distress. Give to the departed eternal rest. Let light perpetual shine upon them. We praise you for your saints who have entered into joy. May we also come to share in your heavenly kingdom. Let us pray for our own needs and those of others. O Lord, our God, accept the fervent prayers of your people. In the multitude of your mercies, look with compassion upon us and all who turn to you for help. For you are gracious, O lover of souls, and to you we give glory, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Thank you for joining the St. John the Divine podcast. If you're interested in worshiping with us, you can visit us at 9 a.m. at our church, which is at 216 East Chandler Boulevard in Burlington, Wisconsin. If you want to learn more about us, you can click the link in the description or visit stjohnthedivine.org. Just remember, we're the one in Burlington, Wisconsin, not the cathedral in New York. Have a great day. Bye.